that what I am involves what you are. I don't know who I am unless I know who you are. And you don't know who you are unless you know who I am. There was a wise rabbi once said, if I am I because you are you, and you are you because I am I, then I am not I and you are not you. In other words, we are not separate. We define each other. We're all backs and fronts to each other. You know, uh, you can't, for example, have two sticks. You lean two sticks against each other and they stand up because they support each other. Take one away and the other falls. They interdepend. And so in exactly that way, we and our environment and all of us and each other are interdependent systems. We know who we are in terms of other people. We all lock together. That's right. And so then I started researching Donald Duck's family tree. Oh my I, God. Course, I started researching it at like midnight because I couldn't sleep because I had to know how are Huey and Dewey and Louie related to Scrooge McDuck. Look at Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Yeah, she was in. I she was, was probably excited. You're a librarian. Well, I was wearing a badge. So when you go to Disney World, <laughs> Mary Poppins secretly hates librarians. When you go to knock it off, she hates chimney sweeps. Everyone knows that. Does who fight Daredevil? Yeah, Iron Fish. Fist. Iron. No, they. <laughs> the Iron. The Iron, the iron Fish. The, the Iron, iron fish. fish. He's part of Aquaman's crew. <laughs> Summon the Iron Fish. <laughs> I would watch that. You're listening to Saint Pete. We're two librarians who are spreading peace positive throughout the land. And we no, do that by no, talking about so No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right. No. Fine. Toss it out. Toss this. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Throw it across the room. Okay. Hey guys, this is Eric. <laughs> hey, this is Tess. And you just listen to us trying to work off of a script. <laughs> That's never gonna work. That didn't work. Um you're listening to the same team, y'all. What's this podcast all about, Tess? This podcast is we're trying to spread peace and positivity throughout the land, and we're doing that by telling, talking about stuff that we love, Mm -hmm. and telling uplifting stories from the library, and sharing life lessons that we've learned through uh, throughout our times together. You've got it. And today we actually have a special guest, but he's been commanded to be silent during the intro. Yes, we commanded (laughs) him to twiddle his thumbs. Are you twiddling your thumbs? Oh, you yes, actually can yes. do whatever you want with your thumbs. <laughs> the, um, Within reason. Guys, if you're new listeners, uh, please don't judge us on this beginning. But um, <laughs> the uh, if you enjoy this podcast, please uh, rate and subscribe us. Uh, subscribe to this podcast. Uh, we prefer five-star ratings, but rate with your heart. Um, we already have a few ratings under our belt, which we mm-hmm. thank you in our last episode. Thank you so much, guys. And did you know we're up to 20... Seven Twitter followers. Yeah, that's a lot of influence. Right it is there. slightly <laughs> less Twitter followers than Lady Gaga. <laughs> but I can tell you that notable follower ease is a capital T's <laughs> and Melissa and Doug from the Melissa and Doug children toy brand. So thank you very much for following us. Uh, that Twitter handle is same team y'all at same team y'all. And yep. what's that email again? Same team y'all at gmail.com. Okay. We made it through the intro. Test. We did. Today's is a tough one for some reason. We did. Should we have cheers? Let's all cheers. Yeah, we should. Oh, should we? We've got a guest today, don't we? Yeah, Here. we do. Let's cheers let's... and then let's all take our first sip together. Yeah. You ready? Okay, <laughs> take a sip. Mm-hmm. Should we play our guest music? Let's do it. My name's Eric. We've got a guest. We got a guest? <laughs> we do. It's me. What's your name? Sean. Okay, guys, joining us today is Mr. Sean. You are commanded to speak now. <laughs> Hi, everyone. There he is. <laughs> this That's is Sean. Oh, AKA Big Sexy. Yeah. There is. yeah I want to, I just really, I want to clear the air right up front. You are okay with us referring to you consistently as Big Sexy. I just want to make sure because I don't want to objectify you. I'm, you? I'm okay with that. All right. I appreciate, I appreciate the thought. I think it was on your birth certificate, actually. <laughs> Sean, parentheses, Big Sexy. And it was the doctor who put that on there. He was, like, he was like, I've seen a lot of babies in my life. This is the sexiest baby. This is baby. the sexiest baby around. Um, we mentioned 
mentioned Sean on this cast a couple times before. That's why we asked him to come on. Uh, he uh, works at our local comic shop, Third Eye. And he's I a do. genuinely awesome guy. He's oh, much well, more you. than a guy who works at a comic shop. <laughs> if you um, go to Third Eye, Sean, you might not know this, but a lot of people who go to Third Eye have um, a team that they're on. They're either like Team Sean or team. It, used, it used to be. <laughs> it used to be Team Sean or Team Brad. Aww. But now you've got we got Team Emily, Team Warren. Like which team are you on? We're all we're all there together. We're <laughs> all that's the thing. We're you all on the, the same get, team. You get to stay on the cast. You get <laughs> yeah. the cast. Otherwise we would have like, just I love my coworkers. pushed you out the door. By the way, the T of today's <laughs> push you out the door. There's actually a shoot that you slip into and you fall into a pit. <laughs> Watch out for that nope book I threw on the way. And there's a bunch of snakes in that pit, but they don't bite you. All they do is go, same team, same team. <laughs> They're very friendly. Uh, the tea of today's episode is Madagascar Vanilla. Let's take another sip mm. together, guys. Mm. Mm-hmm. What's everyone think of this? It's delicious. Now, I've got to tell you, Capital Teas is not an official sponsor, so if you don't like it, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, do you like tea? We sort of peer pressured you into drinking tea. Tea is okay. I do not drink it on a regular basis, but I do enjoy it. So what do thank you, you. What do you drink on a regular basis? <laughs> First interview <Water>. question. <laughs> Water. Do you really? I try. Yeah, I see. I, I've been working on doing that more. Typically, it's been like <clears throat> soda, which is less good for me. Since this is our first episode with a genuine guest, I figure we should probably interview him, right? Yes. To figure out why the <laughs> heck do we have Mr. Sean, a.k.a. Big Sexy, on the same team y'all cast. And and learn a little bit about him. Yeah, we yeah. learn a little bit about him because we like to learn about different people. Yeah, so I came up with some questions and you came up with some questions. Should we go back and forth? Let's do it. Yeah, you okay. go first. Oh, I'll go first. Okay, so my questions were mainly like getting to know you questions, I thought, what are, what are some things that I want to know about Sean? And my first question is, Sean, you work at a comic book store. Who is your favorite superhero? So my favorite superhero, and this is probably a boring answer, but it's the true answer. <laughs> Dustmite Man. <laughs> <laughs> that would be kind of interesting. Carpet Lint Boy. <laughs> Now, I've always been a lifelong Batman fan. Oh. Um, I grew up watching the 90s animated series with my father. I never knew that. Oh, my gosh. Eric, I just assumed um, that you knew that about Sean. Sean and I actually don't talk about comics that often. We talk about all kinds of other stuff. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Ironically, we meet in the comic shop and then talk about, like, other things. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, I, I like a lot of comics. There's a lot of good superhero stuff coming out right now. I've been a big fan of stuff like uh, Miss Marvel. Um, yeah, I love her. I know... Uh, Erica certainly increased my love of Wonder Woman. <laughs> uh, You're welcome, Patty. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, Batman's always been kind of my favorite one. I have a lot. I have a lot of like, like mixed opinions on Batman as a character nowadays. Not not just like what's going on in comics because there's actually some cool stuff going on, but just like the idea of Batman and like what what's up with him. But I mean, there's uh, <laughs> you know, he's not like the pure hero of my childhood. Uh, when I look at him now, he's, he can be a little scary at times, but at the same yeah. time there's, there's that nostalgia factor. And so I'm over willing to look all of his flaws just because <laughs> I loved Batman when I was a wee lad. Awesome. That's that cool. cool. The, did you read any of that Batman? Was it Batman 66? The one that, yeah, the, the comic that, series that's like yeah. the old uh, Adam West, right? Yeah, I also, I grew up on the syndicated Adam West stuff, so the Batman 66 comics have been pretty cool. I find um, everyone has like their idea of what Batman is. Kind yeah. Like Superman, everyone has their, and uh, the guy I work with, Robert, uh, who's like our head IT guy, his Batman is always the dancing campy Batman. <laughs> like, he's like, why is Batman so serious today? He should be dancing and solving mysteries. Well, they like, did wow. a really good series a couple years back, which is over now, but it was Batman Brave and the Bold, yeah. which tried to get back to, like, that campy, you know, uh, fun Batman, and they did a really good job with it, I felt. It was a great show. Next question's from me. If oh. you could be any number, what would it be? <laughs> this is getting to know him. This is a psychological type question. Mm. You could be any number. There's infinite numbers out there. Yes. You have to be it, though, forever. <laughs> to be it. You have to exist as that number. I would be the number 100. Why? Because it's perfect, just like me. Oh. <laughs> That's really good. I thought it was going to be because you could be on the show 1 versus 100 and just beat yourself. <laughs> That's really good. That, actually, I like that one more. <laughs> yeah. I will be there. No. Yeah. That's a great show, actually. Bob Saget was the host. <laughs> Next question. Who is your favorite 
Disney character? My favorite Disney character. Is it all characters or just princesses? All characters. All characters. Oh, wow. my God. There's so many. Yeah, there's a lot of really good uh, Disney characters out there. Um, <laughs> probably. This is number one. All the rest die. <laughs> no, no. They, they, wow. they, li- they live on Friendship Island. They live on Friendship uh, Island. Probably Quasimodo. Ooh. Ah, nice. I, mean, I know technically he's a Victor Hugo character, not a Disney character. Right, right. That's okay. Hunchback of Notre Dame, I feel like, is a like a, a very underrated Disney yeah, movie. It is still probably my favorite Disney movie. I think of it as like if we're talking about like the 90s like renaissance of Disney movies, <laughs> like the that movie's like the the most it's the grandest vision of that type of idea it's just so big and so beautiful it is really i love that movie i feel like it doesn't get well oh you're making a face i did make a face (laughs) i made a face because i love that movie but i got kind of esmeralda uh i thought like as a female role model well no i i think she's fine as a female role model i thought that her and quasimodo had a thing going on and then it all comes no we've talked by the way on this cast like if you're beautiful (laughs) and handsome no judging like we don't judge you sean for being beautiful and handsome but having said that but you're wrong and we hate her and quasimodo (laughs) had like a connection and then old mr handsome soldier guy shows up you know yeah i think he gets a girl a boyfriend i think he gets a girlfriend in the sequel, that's like a made-for-DVD. Oh, Quasimodo does? Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't even know there was a sequel. I've never watched the sequel. Uh, nor have I. So. Well, because it's one of those made-for-straight-to-DVD D- ones, so mm-hmm. I feel like half of their heart is in it. Which, by the way, Disney Animation, if, if I'm if wrong, you're listening. please tell me. But I feel like if it's not in theaters, they're like, ah, this is good enough, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, Quasimodo. Yeah. You know what? I love, I just really want to say I love the song Topsy Turvy from that movie. Oh, yes. So good. I've often wished. Yeah, film. oh, it's really. It's I wish excellent. that there was a real topsy turvy day, and like when <laughs> patrons come into the library, like they check items out to us, and we can like you know it's a reverse situation, and like you go into the third eye, and like you will you get to buy comics from people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My second question, Mister Sean, what is your favorite memory with your best friend in the whole world, Mister Eric? <laughs> Who who are you talking about? I think my name's Eric. I think my favorite memory with my I'm trying to guess what it is. Yeah, I I think Eric may know this one. What do you think it is? (laughs) I I will tell you. So when Eric and I were first hanging out together and we were first becoming buddies, uh, he invited me to come along to Mount Vernon, (gasps) and we had a day where we went to Mount Vernon with his lovely (laughs) wife Amanda, Mm -hmm. and. and then we went to a puzzle room afterwards in Alexandria, An escape Virginia. Room. Yeah, yeah. One of those escape rooms. And um, we got to Mount Vernon. And the <laughs> minute we got there, I saw that there was this big display that they had. And it was, uh, like, uh, I forget the name of it now. It, it was, was a- Agent, Agent, it was Project Agent, shh. Agent seventy six or something like that. I don't know. I, mean, I'm thinking, I think I just have seventeen. Oh, yeah, it was a number or head, something, yeah. It, um, so basically it was about George Washington as a spy master and it was this like the spy tour of Mount Vernon where you got like this little podcast and you would go around and you would, uh, go to these different places and it would tell you some history, but it would also be focused on like the spy history and tell you what spies did. <laughs> and I saw that. And I'm like, I have to do this. And then, do you still have your bracelet? I do. We, I, we, I should have worn They give today. you blue. I know. We, can you imagine we both warm and like touch our hands together? <laughs> they give you like this blue wristband that shows that you're in the, like you're doing this agent thing what's the word i'm looking for it's like a real life game kind of situation yeah it's like an alternate reality going to locations and solving puzzles but then when when you complete it you get a gold one yeah it's the spy master because you got it's just said like agent um i I wish i remember i feel so terrible sorry history buffs out there Um, (laughs) but uh yeah when you when you completed all the things then you got a gold band and it said spy master what was your agent name oh we were uh (laughs) i was agent four and i was agent totes mcgroats yes and we uh, we did some pretty cool stuff. I have to get that video of like diving the, off of it, or me diving off of a thing. We found a like, wall when we jumped off of it because we thought it would be spy stuff. Which in real life, I thought the wall was like really high. But when you look at the video, it's like a two and a half foot wall. <laughs> but anyway, that was I did not think I thought you were going to guess one of the times. So Sean and I also used to go running in the morning. We did. We, did. we used to get up. Was it six? Yeah, some some. Sean would get up hour. at the early 
morning hours at six in the morning and we would go running together in your neighborhood yeah frost on our beards and stuff like that <laughs> i thought it'd be one of those but i forgot all about mount vernon that was a fun day yeah that was, that was a great day so um and yeah that's that's when we knew that we were like we're gonna be best friends forever it was like lightning because <laughs> we were like yeah we're gonna be that was spies that was like mount a man that was like a man yeah because well, here's the deal they do things like you go to a location what was it like the blacksmith and you had to whistle a song was yeah. it like yankee doodle or something yeah and then someone will give you a thing but like let's be honest like these guys all have things to do so it's like it was really like you go to the place and just take the thing yeah it was, oh. it was like a bluetooth thing oh. that, yeah. you, you didn't need to whistle but sean whistled yeah i'm sure that they have like when they first debuted it like some month a month or monitor two that they had like a big event for mm-hmm. it but it was really cool all the same i don't so. know if it's still going on or not i i wouldn't imagine so like maybe it's, it's probably like a they lip. probably have some other things to inside baseball it's probably like started as like a grant that they got yeah. Like, yeah, front, like, like a state grant or something, <laughs> and then they have paid for this uh, AR game. Um, one day we're going to record at Mount Vernon, right? We guys? are, yeah. Should we invite Big Sexy? We should. It'd be really funny if right now you were like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hate him. Or no, oh, Sean. Uh, no, right. no, no, what you would say is, no, we'll, uh, we're, we'll workshop it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put a pin in that. <laughs> Do you have uh, your last question, Miss Tess? Uh, yes. I'm really glad we brought up American history because my last question is... What is your favorite song from the hit Broadway musical Hamilton? Jeez, why don't you just ask me which of my internal organs is You're my only, favorite? I know it's so um, hard. So I have two. Okay. I think I'll allow and that. And I can't. I can't. I can't. You can give one. one to her and one to me. All, All right. right. That's how we break it up. So I think. I think I'll, to Eric, I will give the one I like to belt out the most, which what is, is uh, <laughs> um, right hand man. I love I love George Washington as a character yes. in that musical. Like I, th- I think from uh, the so original good. Broadway recording, Christopher Jackson does a great job, um, and I, I just love singing that song. It's so like epic and gets my blood yeah, going. Yeah. But when I'm down <laughs> in my feels, <laughs> uh, yes. um, I always listen to "Wait for It." Uh, Leslie yeah. Odom Jr.'s version of that is really good. Um, I haven't. I know there's other people playing different characters at this point. I don't know who they are. And I haven't played those. I just, <laughs> Always listening to the original Broadway recording. Wow, that's a um, good answer. But yeah, Wait For It is such like an amazing song. I just um, realized you could have said any two songs, and I would have been like, yeah, those, no, are, both, those exactly are both amazing. Right, yeah. yeah, I don't think you could have named one yeah. where I'd be like, oh, really? Yeah, Although, I'm like, really excited you said Wait For It, though, because that is my favorite song from Hamilton also. Yeah? Yes. Excellent. I love it. The, I know that Burr is like supposed to be... A little villainous, but he's not. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's got know. he's got all the best songs. <laughs> I think they do a good job in the play, they though. Do. Of, even if he is like kind of like the like the foil kind of, mm-hmm. yeah. they, they they show him as being a real character. He's just a different person, yeah. from Hamilton. That's all, you know. The um, we were so I, <laughs> you guys know I'm an emotional guy. Yeah, I can't listen to it's quiet uptown now. That I'm a dad, like oh, it, wow. it hits me so hard. It's like it's it's the saddest song of all time. You're right? gonna cry right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Anyway, my last song or my last uh, question for you, Mr. Sean. All it's, questions uh, must be in the form of a song. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is called Same Team, y'all. It's all about how we're all on the same team, whether you're Alexander Hamilton or Aaron Burr. <laughs> If only they had known, right? If only they had known. What is a same team y'all moment you've witnessed in real life? Mm, that's a good question. <laughs> I'm going to drink this delicious capital T's while I think about that. <laughs> I can tell you one that I witnessed. If that sure. will help you out a little bit. This is a real easy one. Is that um, we had not too long ago a little bit of a controversy at one of our library branches where mm. there was a sex ed program being it wasn't presented by the library, but someone booked the room to do a sex ed program. Yeah. There were protesters there, people that didn't like the program, people that did, and everyone was totally civil. People voiced their opinions, but no one was mean to anyone. I was there the entire day. That's true. You had like a protest going and a counter protest going. There was, yeah, there's yeah. a protest going that they didn't like the idea that this program was being held in the library, even though the program was being put on by someone from the public, and anyone can book the meeting room. And there was another group that basically said they hoped that. Essentially, all anyone can book the meeting room, and then if you start banning this one, you know, it could be a slippery slope. But even though there was two different protest groups there, I mean, everyone was voicing their opinions, but no one was uh, being rude or disrespectful to either one of them. So that was a big moment. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think um, I, mine kind of involves me personally, and I guess it's a, like me receiving something, which is a, a little strange, but um, I, uh, like, I spend a lot of my time, like, I, I do a lot of stuff on these services like Patreon and whatnot, and I, I try to be there for, like, smaller artists or people from, like, marginalized communities uh, that are, you know, putting some work out there and trying to get creative stuff going, and... Um, so I, as much as possible, um, try and help out there. And uh, recently, I was in a bit of a trouble spot um, with my finances. And I had a, um, kind of a friend. I mean, I, didn't, I don't know them very well. I just knew them via the internet. And um, they had always, like, made kind of broad statements. Hey, if anybody needs help, you know, if any of my friends need help with something, yeah. let me know and I'll see what I can do. And so, you know, it's not... It was kind of hard for me, but at one point I was like, well, maybe I can take them up on this offer. It's like, I don't know them that well. But I was like, hey, buddy, would it be okay if, like, I borrowed some cash uh, to get through, like, this time in my, you know, yeah. this time in my life? And well, Tess and I are nodding vigorously the whole time. We're librarians. We know what it's like yeah. to be strapped for cash. Yeah. We love shopping. And he was just like, story. yeah, no problem. And he loaned me some cash. I was like, okay, I'll pay you back by this. And he was like, don't worry about it. And it wasn't like, I mean, it, it was, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it was a small amount. But it wasn't like just a, like oh. a small amount of money. And so... You know, that ma- that made me feel good personally and obviously helped me. So this is kind of a selfish thing. But at the same time, it is like we can just be here for people and be here for each other. And we can make that effort to, you know, put ourselves out there and help people, you know, get through um, the tough times together. That's beautiful. Oh, I hope oh, that's a good, answer. a good same team. Yeah. yeah so that's the it. very definition of a same team y'all moment. That's an intentional act of kindness. That's an intentional act of kindness. Which we talked about um, in our last episode. Yeah, that's really, that was a great, hey, that was, that was a great interview. Now that I feel like we interview. all, you, Tess, I, and the listeners all know Sean a little bit better. And I think Maybe that we. Sean. Maybe now you know, now you know yourself a little bit better. Well, it's such a revealing interview. Now that we know Sean, I say, why don't we talk about some stuff we love, guys? Let's do it. This is the stuff that we love. We love. This is the stuff that we love. We love it so much. Okay, so we are all loving things right now. Should we just go in a circle? Did what? you want to start like you, me, Sean? Okay. Yeah. Are you ready? <laughs> I think I'm mentally ready. Me? Why? What are you loving? You all ready for this? One <laughs> <laughs> of my favorite jokes. You guys see the Lego movie? No. Yeah. The, the Lego movie? There's a part where uh, Shaq shows up in it, of <laughs> nice. course. And they, they come in and he goes, you guys ready for this? And then, like, their attack backfires. He goes, oh, no, they were ready for it. <laughs> it's so funny. Anyway, okay, what are you saying? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, so... I'm here to talk to you today about my favorite Disney character. See, I never knew this. Daisy Duck. And we've talked a lot about Disney stuff. We have. On this cast and our old cast, <laughs> Pop Goes Library. I never knew that you liked Daisy Duck this much. This all started, by the way, because I found a video online of Gaston dancing and what I guess is like a show that they do at Halloween yeah. in the Disney Which parks. We tweeted out like earlier this week yes. at Same Team Y'all. So you can go on our Twitter feed and watch Gaston dancing. Which and is beautiful. He's a really excellent dancer. And uh, I posted this on my personal Facebook page because I wanted to just brighten everybody's life with Gaston dancing. And then um, a few people responded back saying, you know, uh, what is this? I must have more of yeah. Gaston dancing or other Disney characters dancing. And then I suggested to someone that they look up Daisy Duck dancing because she is always doing these like sassy strolls through Disney. She does that thing where she like whips her head back <laughs> yes. real quick and looks at you as she walks away. <laughs> and that's why but she's daring you to follow. And that's why I love her because she's so sassy. And, um, and then, um, also in that same in that same Fortnite, <laughs> I was watching Jeopardy, and I love to watch Jeopardy. It's oh, a good show. <laughs> and me and Brett play along when we watch Jeopardy. We try to answer the questions, and I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but I'm pretty good at Jeopardy. And they asked a question about who are Huey, Dewey, and Louie's uncles. That was the question, and I said, "Oh, Scrooge McDuck." That's what I was thinking too. It's not. <laughs> 
It's Ron. That did, was Ron. Did you know that, Sean? It's, it's Donald. It's Donald. That's Donald the, is the uncle. Is the great uncle. That's right. And so then oh. I started researching Donald Duck's family tree. Oh my I, God. Course, I started researching it at like midnight because I couldn't sleep because I had to know how are Huey and Dewey and Louie related to Scrooge McDuck. Here's, here's how it rolls out. Okay. Donald is uh, his sister's kids are Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Donald's sister. Mm-hmm. Have we ever met her sister? N- no. She's a mysterious <laughs> person. She's mysterious. And mysteriously, she's left custody of her children, Donald. She's like uh, James's <laughs> mom from Twin Peaks. <laughs> yeah. Like, we know she exists somewhere in the world. And then Donald's mom's brother is Scrooge McDuck. Okay. And the McDuck family can trace their roots all the way back to proud clan McDuck in Scotland. Wow. None of them are related, by the way, to Launchpad McQuack. <laughs> okay. This is getting deep. Okay. It was, um, I feel like I'm, like, you're reciting, like, a Dan Brown novel to me. Like, these are all, And then this one was related to Jesus. <laughs> Duck Jesus, of course. <laughs> I don't know how far this goes back, but um, Launchpad McQuack is actually of Irish descent. But then I started to think, Daisy Duck has the same last name as Donald Duck, is she distantly related to Donald? Which, I, you know, I'm not judging anybody, but I'm curious now. No, we, she's not. We are in the zone of no judging. Yeah. Donald and Daisy Lannister. <laughs> <laughs> Is this like a whole Westeros thing? What's going on? But no, Daisy, that's a completely other duck family. Coincidental that they have the same last name. So then it I happens. posted I posted an update. On, so I was posting all this genealogy research on my Facebook page. <laughs> I posted the update that Daisy and Donald are indeed not related, and then and then one of my friends flipped out because she thought they were married, and that's why I think they, a lot of people assume that. That's too. why they have the same last name, but they do not. They are just Daisy is his longtime girlfriend. Okay, so you told me in advance that you would probably <laughs> talk about Daisy Duck today. Yeah. So I went into my uh, Amanda and I have like these keepsake boxes where when we go to different places on vacation, um, which we used to do before we had a daughter. Um, we, um, Frey, if you're listening, we still love you. Um, I vacation to. When she's older, you'll take her on we vacation. We will. We will take her on vacations. And yeah. to be honest. Your vacations are not over they're yet. They're not over. I will go back to Disney World one day. <laughs> um, but anyway, I went in our keepsake box for Disney and I found my autograph book. What? Now this is, have you ever seen this? Yeah. So this is, yeah, this is amazing. <laughs> and because I know you like, so here I'm going <gasps> to, listeners, this doesn't oh help you gosh. out, but I'll do a video. Tinkerbell. Wow. So if you're not familiar, all the different actors Whoa. all have different signatures that they do for the character. So we're looking at Merida's now that has kind of like this cool Celtic look. And here's Ooh. Pocahontas. I'll send a video. But we're here to look at, uh, here's Baloo. Here it is. There we go. So I met Donald blue, Duck. Blue signature. And so I met like Daisy Duck at the same, what were you saying, Sean? It's a blue signature. It looks like a blue Yeah, signature. like <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, I met Donald Duck and Daisy Duck at the same time. They're together. So Donald Duck writes, Donald Duck number one, because Donald Duck's the best. <laughs> and then Daisy Duck. So it wasn't that Donald wrote love. Daisy Duck wrote love's. Daisy Duck. Aww. So, yeah, right? I now, love it. Now, I got to tell you guys, if you're new to listening to Same Team, y'all, uh, thanks so much for listening. But I love uh, Disney princesses. So here's some Disney princess ones. Here's Ariel. Oh. Now, look at these little bubbles oh, she drew. That's so now, cute. what's crazy, and I will tweet out a picture of this once I put it together. I'll do a side-by-side comparison. Remember in the Little Mermaid movie when she has that contract that she has to sign? Oh. Do you is remember this? Oh. Is it the same signature? It's, I meet the real Ariel. I met the real Ariel. It's, um, I'll tell you right now, it is pretty darn close. There aren't bubbles. Wow. Like, she didn't take time to draw bubbles, and I don't think this swoopy line thing is here, like the underneath, but this part, like the A and the R and L, all that is pretty darn close to it. That's How cool amazing. As she was signing, did you think, Flotsam, Jetsam, now I got bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> if I said that, what would she do? Like, kick me out? She would be like, oh no, Ursula, you're at it again. And anyway, Mickey Mouse and, and all those things. But I just wanted to show you, and I, I think I'll probably tweet this out too. I have, um, oh, there's guest daughters, a giant G, you know. <laughs> when he found out, he he was not happy. Buzz Lightyear did a stamp because he oh. has big old like he was he was yeah. a person in a costume uh-huh. and his hands were just too huge to manipulate <laughs> a uh, pencil. But um, Gaston was very upset when he found out I was a librarian. So he was, he was <laughs> like, he spent all your time with your nose and books. And he was like, you got any books about Gaston? I was like, I was like, I think we got a few. He goes, good. You know, so. <laughs> this is this one's hard to read. Do you remember? Is that flick? 
that's Fleck from, from Bugs, Bugs Life. Life. It looks like a bug, right? Yeah. Know, yeah, yeah. Where's a Goofy? Oh, Goofy did the F backwards. That's so yeah. cute. Look at Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Yeah, she was in. I she was, was probably excited. You're a librarian. Well, I was wearing a badge. So when you go to Disney World, <laughs> Mary Poppins secretly hates librarians. When you go to knock <laughs> so, it off, she hates chimney sweeps. Everyone knows that. The I doubt that. Anyway, do you think she had a thing with? The Dick Van Dyke character? Of course. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Of course. I, thought, I figured that was <laughs> oh, like a Oh, okay. Thing. Well, I don't know. I they're, always... they were clearly in love with each other. Yeah. <laughs> well, but did they... Well, it doesn't matter. Anyway, when you go to At Disney At least World, in my fan fiction, they are. You're, <laughs> you're shipping them. <laughs> that reminds me. One day I like to do some fan fiction stuff on this cast. All right. Where we both write fan fictions. Do you, do you write any Do you write any fan fiction? I have written fan fiction. Maybe next time you come Avatar on... Maybe next time you come on, we all... How about we all come on the cast and we read segments of our fan fictions? Oh. We don't tell any, we don't we do not tell either one of us what it's about. Like you <laughs> Until know, beforehand. We the characters. Yeah, well, I'm saying beforehand. Oh, we don't yeah, have beforehand. Like yeah. Beforehand, and then we read a segment and then we post it on the site. How's that sound? Sounds good. Idea for the future. Anyway, when you go to Disney World, <laughs> if you're celebrating something, they give you a badge. And I was celebrating finishing getting my masters, and she was like really impressed. Most of the characters, like Mickey, didn't say anything about it, but Minnie, <laughs> uh, Mary Poppins was very into it. So anyway, here's the, that's what they are. So I'll tweet out a uh, like a short video of the autograph book. But I just want to tell you, I met your girl. Minnie, oh. or I met your girl Daisy Duck. What so. was she like? She was very cool. I met her in China. I tell you this. Remember how? So I, I tweeted. You were in China? I, I was know, like, thank you. Thank you. So I, I text That's what I thought too. On Facebook, I said, I met Daisy. I met her in China. And you said, oh, you were in China. And I think you said, I'm like, what area? Or what were you there for? And I was like, no, I was in China, Epcot. Oh, oh <laughs> And that's where I met her. She was in a gazebo hanging out, like just doing her Daisy Duck thing. So. That's awesome. One day maybe we can go to Disney World together. I don't know. Disney World is very expensive, which is why I haven't been. When I was a kid, my parents took me. Um, but, it's always uh, easier when your parents are paying. Yeah, I know, stuff. right? You, you think your parents will just pay again? In fact, now that we're at it, can they send me too? That would be great. But yeah, so just to review, um, Daisy and Donald aren't married. Um, then there were a lot of people who were like, why what's up with Donald? Why doesn't he ask to yeah. see him Well, Donald does have the three nephews to take care of. If you like it, put a ring on it. That's what they say. And and he also, like, maybe has a career in the Navy. Uh, <laughs> he's always wearing that sailor suit. Yeah. <laughs> but I spent a lot of time thinking about ducks this fortnight, and that's what I've been loving. <laughs> this is a sign for duck, by the way. Nice. Duck. duck. Great <laughs> podcasting. Do you know the sign for Daisy? I don't. Oh, learn it. (laughs) Damn. This is tree. This tree. I don't know the sign for Daisy, though. (laughs) And I'm sure Daisy Duck probably has her own name sign, actually. Oh, she Yeah, all of the Disney characters have their own name signs. So, like, this one's Mickey. I know you guys... We can't see it. This is terrible podcasting, but I'll tweet out images of me doing it. This is Mickey, and then this is Minnie Mouse, so it's ears and the bow. Minnie. So... Love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking that up. (laughs) Something I'm loving, and this is be real quick. The um, do you remember I was approached by someone? So we're going to be meeting at uh, there's a comic convention at our local library on October seventh called Lexicon. And last year when I was planning it, we were approached by a, a woman who ran an academic comic blog. Yeah, do you remember this? Yeah, I do remember. Yeah, her that. name's Christy, and her blog is called A Scroll in Time dot blogspot dot com and i've i did look at it briefly like you know a year ago and i've looked at it again and what her deal is what's the deal with her blog is that <laughs> she's uh she is uh she used to go to st mary's college which okay. is right down the road and it started as like this academic project and what it is it's basically she looks at it's kind of cool if you're into comics but you're into like the the history of them and like how they reflect their times she goes to and looks at kind of like western comics and uh like japanese comics and manga and she goes through the history of them like i would say it like a painstakingly detailed description <laughs> it's not going to be for everyone but i'm really into it because you know i was used to be a history major yeah. and she actually apparently started it with um I don't know if she started or she got some input from one of my old professors there, Dr. Musgrove, who was uh, part of Asian history. So he's an amazing professor. And anyway, I've been looking at the blog lately, and it's really cool. I just thought I would toss it out there to let you guys know. I think she has a Patreon because I think it costs money to kind of get things going, you mm-hmm. know. But, uh, yeah, it's a very cool um, blog. It's called A Scroll in Time. 
Uh, you could probably find it uh, if you just Google search for it, but it's a scrollintime.blogspot.com. And it's really cool. Like I said, a lot of it kind of went over my head because it's like really deep history, but uh, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. He's shine. What, you, what have you been loving? What is Sean loving? Uh, well, I guess for the past like 20 something years, I've been loving role playing games. Oh, and, just, okay. And uh, I've still been loving them uh, pretty. Pretty hard lately. <laughs> any, any particular games lately? So um, lately, we I play Monday nights in an online game, which is broadcast through a website called Twitch. Um, I uh, there's a broadcaster there. Her name is uh, Distracted Elf, is what she goes by <laughs> on on Twitch. And Monday nights we play uh, various role playing games. We have done a, an entire game of what's called Blades in the Dark, which is kind of this Victorian spooky ghost uh, gang of thieves. If, if anyone's familiar with the video game Dishonored, yes. like it's kind of similar in aesthetics to that yeah, a little bit. Because so, when you came by and we, we played a few sessions together, mm-hmm. um, that's how you kind of set it up for yeah, me. Yeah, it's very yeah. much like that Industrial Revolution coal and whale oil. It's more, it's, well, it's, <laughs> it's, more, it's more whale oil than coal, but it's got like a lot of those same vibes. Leviathan like, blood and, yeah, like, and yeah, like, ghosts in the wastelands. Yeah, and it's, like it's pretty sweet. I've played with Eric um, as well, like just a tabletop game. Yeah, and our friend Elizabeth. Yes, yeah, so, yeah our friend Elizabeth. So uh, I've been playing a lot of that. Uh, so we, we wrapped that up a while ago, and then one of our players... Um, goes by Commuting Crow, they designed uh, a game that was a takeoff on that called Girl by Moonlight, which is a yeah. uh, magical girl-inspired uh, game uh, based on Blades in the Dark. So the setting's not the same. It's not like it's, it's not the same sort of idea, but it just uses like the, the mechanics and the dice rolling and whatnot. And that was fantastic. We just wrapped up uh, that recently. And that was very cathartic um, oh, there's, yeah. a, there's a lot of feelings but you can you can find all these on uh, twitch.tv slash distracted elf or youtube.com slash distracted elf <laughs> nice um, thank you yeah plug it so yeah yeah come, come see me play what? games online it's awesome <laughs> i've watched uh, some of them yeah. I, i've watched a few and it's pretty awesome i watched the one where um you were it was a blades in the dark run and you were like up against the wall like uh that was yeah were you stabbed it, and you're dying or something was going on i'm trying yeah to my character had gotten into a fight with uh this like this woman who was the leader of this bruiser gang basically and uh, the character i was playing at the time was an uh, assassin style character so i tried to sneak up behind her and just like end the fight quickly because she had her gang just like kicking the tar out of us and uh it didn't go well um and how how many ones did he roll oh i i I am notorious for rolling poorly like i i have developed a bit of a reputation as the uh the the sad one (laughs) um because things just tend to go wrong for me, which is fine. I lean into it. Like, What's the name of the... Is there a name for, the, like, the... Not the Blades in the Dark, but, like, the format of the... You know how you took the rules and the format and you applied it to this new magical girl? Um, Hacks are what they're called in the community, okay, typically. Okay. So Because like, I really like... Like, I play D&D, and I actually prefer the format of Blades in the Dark to D&D because it's more, like, narrative-driven. It's really yeah, cool, yeah, yeah. you know? so. Yeah, I've played I've played a lot of D and D too throughout the years, like all the editions. I played D and D with both of you, I think. Yeah, at yeah, some point. yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's it's been great. So it must be um, nice to wrap up a campaign. It's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you guys ever finish the one that you no, guys were playing yes. at the Allwards house? I I don't know. I kind of stepped out of that one. I did too. I but it's mainly because I've been playing a Pathfinder campaign for like three years now. And I can't wait for it to be over. (laughs) Just because I just want there to be some resolution for these darn characters we've been playing for three years. Oh my god! Has it been like once a month, twice a month? We do, yeah, we do about twice a month. Yeah. Oh man, I I I also notoriously roll low, and I actually I keep uh, I keep all my d twenties like lined up. And once one fails me, I put it in dice jail. Oh, that's, yes, yes. <laughs> I try another one, which is ridiculous. It's not the dice's fault. It's yes, funny, it is. Or yes, my it is. fault. Or <laughs> It's funny how we all have our things. Mine is if I roll a bad one, I take it and I rub it on my heart. Oh, you make it better. You make wow. it better. It doesn't always work. But you do it. So, yeah. Role-playing games are great, but you got to I have a hydraulic press. That I, you just have all these smashed coins that used to be dice. So funny. What's another thing you love in Miss Tess? Um, 
a new show came out. It's called The Orville. Have you heard about this show? Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen it. You but, haven't uh, seen it yet? The, oh! Like the Star Trek one. But... It's Star Trek. It's basically, it's Star Trek with a little bit of raunchy humor. Okay. Um, And it's uh, Seth MacFarlane. Of, he like the captain. Yeah, Seth MacFarlane of Family Guy, um, American Dad, Fame. Uh, he's done a bunch of other stuff. Uh, he does swing music, by the way. Did you know that he sings? I, I've, no. heard, I've yeah. heard him sing because, um, what was it? It was before he hosted some kind of uh, show and he sang during yeah. it. And I was he, like, whoa, he's got a great he voice. a very pleasant voice. Yeah. But anyways, he is the star of the Orville. I think possibly co-creator of it. And it is quite literally Star Trek with a little bit of raunchy humor. Is it funny? And I think it's really funny. And I... Also, just I like Star Trek, so anything that wants to do more Star Trek is okay with me. Do you me. really like Star Trek? Yeah, I How do. How have we not talked about this before? Oh, Who's your favorite captain? I feel like we've talked about this before. Do you have a favorite captain? I'm going to go Picard. Yeah, Picard's yeah. my favorite, too. <laughs> I, th- I think Kirk is my favorite. Do you have a favorite captain, Sean? Uh... I would say Picard is my favorite. Yeah. Is that flute? Wow. That we little all... recorder. <laughs> and then we all take our recorders out and play the music together. Though, though Janeway is also a really good captain, yes. I will say. I, I did not like Voyager growing up, but I've kind of warmed up on it over time. So. And there's, there's definitely parts that are still kind of silly, but it's Star Trek. There's I've never gotten to Voyager. I was going through like watching all the Star Trek episodes in order, yeah. and I got up until halfway through Deep Space Nine, so, yeah. but all the you're captains a, are You're a completer, good, you have to do everything. I am, I am, well, I used to be, before I was a dad, I was a completer. <laughs> now I'm more of a, like, eh, I guess I did enough. <laughs> cool. Is it a good show, though? Um, so, <laughs> it's a controversial show. Whoa. Just because... What isn't controversial I know. nowadays? Guys, I know, let's right? all just get along. It's okay. I know. Well, that's what I wanted. That's why I wanted to bring it up is because uh, there's been two episodes out and um, I like it so far. There's one thing that I don't really care for and that's they make a lot of like cultural references to like stuff that's going on now. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm sh- it's for humor purposes, but... I'm thinking if this is really like 400 years in the future or whatever, um, I'm I really hope we're not talking about like Real Housewives or <laughs> like are we really gonna remember Dora the Explorer like 400 yes. years from now? <laughs> yes, we will. What would maybe be the we will because there's so much like media saturation too, and I don't know, but I was I I did have a moment where I was like. Um, I get that these references are humorous, but would they really be making references? But then again, it's a sci-fi TV show. I think it's kind of his type of humor, too. Like, a lot of Family Guy's references. I wonder, what would be our equivalent? So, like, let's say, you know how they're 400 years in the future and they're referencing Dora. What would be, like, (laughs) our equivalent? Like, if we were to reference something from, like... The 1700s, yeah. right? Like, I don't even know what I that mean, would even be. In literary circles, you have people who talk about stuff like Paradise Lost or Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah, but that's True. not, that's, that, that's different from just like a, know, like, like an offhand, like, remark, like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, Shakespeare can get worked into a lot of offhand <laughs> remarks. Maybe. Maybe Shakespeare's like the one thing. Yeah, I don't and know. I know that like Picard would reference Shakespeare, but I I guess I think like yeah, we will still remember Shakespeare. Did Picard like, ever forever. reference Desperate Housewives though? <laughs> I don't think he did. But it, I think it's a, a funny show, and it's just it's good if you want to do like some more sci-fi adventure stuff. But I happen to look it up on Rotten Tomatoes. Don't don't <laughs> don't do that. No, but here's what I wanted to say about it. Okay, critic response, I think it was like 20%. That's fine. All right. But audience response, 90%. People are really digging it. So I just wanted to put it out there. If you dig something and everyone's trying to tell you that it's no good, don't listen to them. Just like it if you want to like it. It's cool. What Rotten Tomatoes (laughs) is, is at the end of the day, when it takes all the critical reviews, it um, basically... It, it, it takes the reviews, which could be anything from like a five star rating or a 10 out of 10 or whatever all these different people use. And then it puts them in two categories, either fresh or rotten, mm-hmm. you know. And so there's plenty of times I think I read a review and I go, oh, that was pretty good points. I brought it up. And then they have labeled that as a rotten that goes in the bad pile, you mm-hmm. know. So I think there's something up with their metrics that might be wrong. What was the controversy? Did I miss it? 
Some people didn't like it. Oh, well, like, um, that it's just 100% derivative of Star Trek, and why don't you make something original? But, like... If the point is to be a parody... Right, I I think maybe some people missed the point. That's like, oh, that's like uh, watching Galaxy Quest and being like, why is this so similar to Oh, Star there Trek? is also, like, a super unrealistic plot point in which Seth MacFarlane's character becomes captain of this, um, uh, this voyaging ship, um, and uh, he needs a second in command, and the person they assign to him is his ex-wife. <laughs> which just would, by coincidence, which would like never happen, like in in any sort of evolution of the military. I don't think they would ever <laughs> assign Wait, your. Ex- you don't know what it's like four hundred years <laughs> in the future. Now they do like they do explain it a little bit. They say, "Oh, well, based on our our compatibility algorithms, you guys are going to work really well together." And I'm like, "Well, I guess if they were married at some point, they were compatible. So I guess that checks out." But. Uh, you would also take into account, like, and there's, like, this whole joke that Seth MacFarlane's character has been kind of, like, um, not really good at his job ever since his wife left him. Like, he's been really struggling uh. with the not really over it, and then she shows up on the ship, and... um of course, this is to add drama to the show, and they have, you know, and also, like, there's always the, like, are, uh, gonna are they going to get back together? Yeah. You know, they, they maybe they still love each other. Um, so I can see why they put it in the show, but there's a lot of people who are like, that's stupid. <laughs> I don't know. I think at the end of the day, right, it's just a TV show. Yeah. Right? If you didn't like it, time to move on. It's yeah. okay, you know? Um, speaking of TV shows that some people didn't like, I finally got, I know, right? I think you can say that about everything. Right? Yeah. Speaking Speaking of things that some people didn't like and decided to comment about on the internet, the um, I finished Luke Cage and I'm halfway through Iron Fist now. So you mentioned Defenders recently. Yes. Did you watch either one of those shows? No. <laughs> you watched Daredevil and Jessica Jones? Yes. Did you finish Jessica Jones? Yes. Did you watch both Daredevils? Yes. Did you watch any Luke Cage? No. Did you watch any Iron Fist? No. You watched Defenders? Yes. Sean, same question. <laughs> <laughs> I have watched uh, the first season of Daredevil. I've watched Jessica Jones. I've watched Luke Cage. Okay. Um, oh. What do you think of Luke Cage? I liked it. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was pretty decent. Yeah. The, I figured it. So we've talked earlier. How Remember how you said you didn't like Jessica Jones as a character that much? Yeah. I realized why I like her. Why? Because um, Amanda's. Oh, you're married to her. I'm married to wow. Jessica Jones. If I you ever think about it, yeah, if you ever think about it, my wife Amanda is very much like a. She's an enforcer. Uh, I'm a gonna, private private investigator. She is, she is a private investigator, but she recovering is, from trauma. She uh, she's very much of a, a take no nonsense, or she just doesn't care about it kind of situation. I'm pretty sure she's not an alcoholic, though. She is like not Jessica Jones. I, I should want to point that I out. I should point that out. Social services, if you're listening, <laughs> she's an excellent <laughs> she's, mother. But <laughs> but um, I finished Luke Cage. I was very proud of myself because I, I we we had gotten to like episode eight, and it, we last time we watched it was before Freya was born, and then we got into it like a few weeks ago. So like you know seven months pass, and I normally I resisted the urge to start over, and I just picked right up where it was. And guys, it was okay. It was good. Okay, I liked it. I thought Luke Cage was pretty decent. I thought good. it was a good show. And I we're halfway through Iron Fist, and I haven't. I was gonna say I haven't read the reviews. I mean, if you love something. There's really no reason to read the reviews, you know? <laughs> um, but I do know general feeling in the internet world is that it's not that great. But I think it's a really cool show. I like it. It, was a, it has kind of like an arrow feel. Like he's a rich guy and he went away and then he'd spent a long time and now he came back and he's a ninja expert. But um, <laughs> I, I, I like it a lot. It's, oh, that we all were rich. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of you were rich and could come experts. back as ninja experts. But uh, it's pretty rad. We're only like halfway through the season, but I'm looking forward to wrapping it up and jumping into some uh, Defenders. Uh, quick question. Defenders, you can answer this. Does he fight Daredevil? Does who fight Daredevil? Iron Fish. Fist. Iron. No, they... <laughs> the Iron... The Iron, the iron Fish. The, the Iron, iron fish. fish. He's part of Aquaman's crew. <laughs> Summon the Iron Fish! <laughs> I would watch that. Could it still swim if it was made of iron? I guess it was strong enough. Probably not. Okay. Does he fight Daredevil? <laughs> no, they fight together. Oh. Uh, well, I didn't know if they did that Marvel thing where it's like, first we've got to fight each other before we become friends. They did that in Avengers. They have like a very brief moment, but I don't think there was fists involved. And remember how you, you, you kind of made fun of Iron Fist, Danny Rand, by when he says kind of like cheesy things. Like, yeah. I, I, I'll tell you right now, I love it. I love, like, there's a part where he's about to go into like this tournament 
to like fight these guys and the girl goes why are you so confident he's like he goes i I'm, just I, i'm the immortal iron fist yeah yeah he says something like that or he goes he goes Studied like for years goes, to harness my chi he, he goes defeat has no defeat has no fa- uh place in my vision for the future you know it's like so amazing i was like yes you know he goes he goes to doubt to doubt yourself is to bring about death look and, at what i'm doing right now yeah i know i know it's a, he basically speaks in like motivational posters yeah but it, it's it's really good I'm you can't you can't see because it's a podcast but i literally have my face in my palm he, he's a really he's a cool don't, i don't even know he's sitting next to me right now like, he, he's a he's a really cool he's a really cool character i like him a lot and i, I will say too that if you have if you do enjoy things and you were interested in iron fest and then the internet told you not to be fun life lesson go ahead and check it out anyway yeah you know fyi punisher new trailer yeah i know it's gonna be so good it looks good right it looks yeah. good speaking of controversial some people are already mad at the trailer. Wait, about why? It. Yeah. Why are they mad? <laughs> Internet. I'm asking you, why are you so mad, bro? Internet. Why are you so mad? I guess, I don't know. People are just mad at the trailer. Oh, I thought the trailer was really cool. I thought the trailer looked red. I think so. I read a whole article about I why. I have to go watch the trailer. Why it shouldn't be a Netflix show and why it should be a something else show. Oh. Which is silly because if it was a Netflix show, it wouldn't exist. Yeah. So. Oh, Okay. Oh, so yeah, my other thing that I really enjoyed um, that I've gotten into recently is, uh, <laughs> is a show called Peaky Blinders, which is uh, speaking of Netflix stuff. I don't know what this is. Uh, so Peaky Blinders is a show that it's, uh, I guess it's, it's Netflix and BBC. Um, the It's a story about, that takes place in 1919 after World War One, and it takes place in Birmingham, London, and it revolves around this gang, this family gang, uh, called the Peaky Blinders, and it's the Shelby family, and it's great, because it's just these, like, really, they're like, they're kind of like small-time crooks, they're big in the city, but they have, like, these larger ambitions, and it gets them into all this trouble with, like, the government and whatnot. So, like, as a spoiler for the first episode uh, <laughs> of the first season. Spoiler. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so Thomas Shelby, who's played by Cillian Murphy, who is amazing, um, <laughs> uh, he he runs the gang. And his people were going to steal some motorcycles. But they accidentally end up stealing all this ammunition and machine guns. And Whoops. The, the British government ends up sending... Uh, this special investigator is played by Sam Neill to investigate uh, and rein everything in. And this causes all kinds of trouble. And it's just interesting seeing everyone's like ambitions and motivations play against each other because they're all very, like, I don't know, they, they do so well being at odds with each other. Sounds like a good show. I, I don't think I've ever heard of it before. Is it a Netflix show? It's, like a Netflix produced Yeah, it's on Netflix. I don't know if it was really... I mean, I, I know the BBC's involved somehow, I think. I don't know the, the like the production details of it, but it's it's all on Netflix. It's three seasons. It's six oh. episodes a season, I think. And um, they're they're only an hour long each, like the episodes, but they're actually a full hour. They're not like, you know, 40 minutes or whatever. So they feel a bit long. And if you like I, after watching an episode or two, I was like, oh, wow, it feels like I've watched a whole bunch because they, they just pack so <laughs> much. So much stuff is and in there. And the characters are all great. There's this uh, there's this woman in the show. Her name's Aunt Paul. She's kind of like the matriarch of the yeah. family. <laughs> and uh, she was just like, I ran this business for five years while you were all at war. And, you know, so it deals it deals with. With not just the gang, but it also deals with like the rise of communism at the time. It deals with the trauma of war, like because a lot of them, you know, served in World War One and they they dealt with a whole bunch of nasty stuff uh, in the trenches. And yeah, it's really good. Sounds I recommend cool. checking it out. So hey, when you were just real quick, since you mentioned like the matriarch of like this gang, how about Mama Mabel from Luke Cage? Do you remember Mama? Mabel? Oh yeah, she's yeah, like yeah, this yeah. woman who's like in charge of the whole game. She was yeah. so cool. She stole yeah. the show from me. Yeah, she yeah, was yeah, amazing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, Aunt Paul's another like really good yeah. kind of uh, kind of character in that regard. So cool, yeah, awesome. Did you have a Freya watch? You want to join in an explosion, Sean? Oh my god, it's an explosion! Oh god, the fire is spreading. Yeah, I do. Um, 
two quick Freya Watch points to bring up. One kind of not so important, one a lot more important. So Freya uh, has started to crawl recently. Uh, Very big deal. She can move forward at a (laughs) steady pace now. She can can move side to side fairly quickly. She can move backwards better, but forward, she is moving forward. I took a video. I will probably tweet it out at same team y'all if you're interested in that. Of 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 us enticing her forward with uh, Kindle Fire because the, <laughs> the screen is magic. So she's like, I don't know what that screen is. But she's slowly working her way forward. Um, background music provided by Candy Crush. So <laughs> um, very big deal. Uh, that's what we have. If you get, we're recording from my house. If you notice these gates that we put up, oh. we haven't really needed them until now. So she's she on can't, the move. There are gates, escape. listeners. There are gates. This one is open and all that jazz. Um, second point for Freya Watch, slightly a some point. I have in my hand a, this is called a baby bum diaper brush. Lights it's, in the world. It's basically, neither one of you have children, is this correct? That's that correct. correct. I, I just want to double check. Uh, this is basically, <laughs> uh, a butt spatula, uh, <laughs> you will, uh, if you don't have any children, let me explain. Sometimes they get a uh, little redness kind of in there, in the between their butt cheeks. Oh and uh, you got to put a little diaper cream in there. And some people don't, Amanda doesn't like the feel of the diaper cream on her finger because the diaper cream is meant to like repel liquid. Because the redness, uh, I know, redness gets there when there's too much water. Um, uh, she doesn't like, and also it's kind of weird putting your finger like down in your baby's butt if you don't need to. Anyway, the butt spatula, you put the cream on the butt spatula and you put the butt spatula in the butt. So just thought I'll share this with you guys. Wow. It's pretty amazing, right? Thanks for sharing. You're very welcome. On the back it says... Uh, it's keep... been a very magical episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Team, y'all. Yeah, yeah, on the back it says you'll never want to apply diaper cream any other way. And I, I believe that. So we have not used it yet, but butt spatula. So... Please update that. Update us on that next time. I will keep you in the loop about the butt spatula, and I will tweet (laughs) out a picture of Miss Freya uh, beginning her forward momentum crawling. So, excellent. Eric, I believe you learned a life lesson this week. Oh, I did. Did you learn a life lesson this week? I did! That's great! Let's talk about it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so guys, thanks so much for listening to the same team, y'all. This life lesson comes from a couple things. One, I'm hanging out with my buddy Sean, which makes me think of many amazing things, but also makes me think of Third Eye. <laughs> and when you go into comic book shops, I'm sure everyone's picturing a comic book shop, and they're picturing the type of clientele you have in a comic book shop, right? And the type of people that go in there. And here's the deal. I'm just realizing... Maybe what you think, when you go and you see a person, maybe they're a lot more than what you think they are, right? Like, we all have these ideas of what a person is, like, based on what they read or what they believe and all that. But everyone's, like, their own person, regardless of what they... For example, Sean, you're more than a guy that works a third eye, right? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, that's really all I am. <laughs> I've got one trick, and it's selling comics. No, in, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I'm also and so two ideas here. One is Third oh, Eye, God our comic you. shop, and that our dog just needs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm also American Horror Story just came out. Recently. Oh yeah, it did. Yeah, did you, you watch American Horror Story at all? Sean? I've seen some in the past. Yeah. So this year's much, theme, so. every year is a different theme, and this year's cult, and I think it's like the cult of American politics, which oh. is a touchy subject for many, and it kind of deals with people that I thought are it was about clowns. Well, yes. Okay. It's about clowns and American politics. And bees. Oh, okay. So those are the, if you're interested in, it's one of my favorite shows. I like shows about bees. Do you? In general? Just (laughs) as a rule. Um, But in in the show, it shows people that are both in support of President Trump and people that are not in support of him. And it basically shows them like as these kind of caricatures of, Mm -hmm. you know, what they are in real life. And I realized watching the show, it's actually super clever because I think... Even though watching the show, it's these ridiculous caricatures. Like, there's this guy that is a Trump supporter, and he's, like, chanting, chomping, uh, stomping through his house, chanting, USA, like a maniac. And other people are just full out, like, crying when he's announced as president and falling over and, and becoming violent to one another. And I realize, like, even though this is ridiculous, I'm sure a lot of people probably view people that believe differently from themselves 
in the same lens, mm-hmm. right? You know, clearly it, you hear this term a lot. You're just snowflakes, right? Yeah. Or you're just, what's another phrase? You're just a uh, liberal uh, whatever. S- SJW, social justice warrior. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's easy. And we've talked about this before in the cast. It's easy. Oh, no, being kind to people. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think it's easy. I think the way our human, our brains work to make sense of the world is we simplify things, right? This is what my, this is what a house looks like. And I'm walking down the street and as I'm walking down the houses, I'm looking at the outside. But if I was to imagine the inside of every house, as I walk by it, my brain couldn't compute it, right? right? Just like if I looked at you guys and every time I looked at you, I thought of every aspect of you guys. I couldn't compute that either. So I usually go, there's Tess, my friend from the library that I do a podcast. Here's Sean, my friend from Third Eye, you know, and then the rest comes in. And I think it's easy that when you are, when you're heated online to just be like, this whole group of people are just this one thing. All of these guys are just whatever. You Snowflakes. Know. Snowflakes. All these people, controversial thought, all these people are Nazis. Maybe they're not all literal Nazis, you know? Maybe some of them are, but we don't know. I'm just saying every person is an individual, and it's kind of important to kind of keep that in mind every once in a while, you know? And there are, I think, ways to adjust your worldview, yeah. too, by getting to know people. Because I think a lot of times those caricatures that we create in our head are based on things that we see. Mm-hmm. But we're, they are probably based on maybe, like, a vocal minority yeah. of of people who represent that identity or whatever. And if you get to know some more people, I don't know if you give them a chance well, and listen. Also like what a person believes on like any one like topic in politics mm-hmm. is just one tiny part of what they are. Right? Also you you're know? free to believe whatever you want. That's exactly you, right. You don't have to tear other people down for not believing what you believe. There's a podcast. Um, imagine me listening to a podcast but there's a podcast called conversations with people who hate me Hmm. have you heard of this podcast i've heard of it but i've never listened to it it's um it's this guy his name is dylan Marin, and he's i guess what you would call an sjw okay and he uh he's received a lot of comments online from people who disagree with his ideas about the world and meet some really really mean comments Mm -hmm. and what he decided to do was track these people down and have conversations with them on his podcast and ask them why they felt like they needed to say what they there's a difference in saying i disagree with you right and there's a difference between that and being and i hate you you should kill yourself yeah those are those (laughs) should be in theory two different things right yeah (laughs) but they often turn into the same thing it's an interesting podcast because the point is not for him to change their mind or for them to change his mind. The point is just to have a conversation about uh, discourse in human society and particularly online discourse and how it can so easily get out of hand when we all forget that we're not that we're on the same team. Yeah, I, I think that's exactly right. And it's, I think, I try to remind myself, because it's very easy if you open up a paper and you read something and something you don't necessarily agree with, right? Someone's opinion, to get, it gets you angry, right? How dare this person think this? Everyone's allowed to think their own thing. This person who thinks something that I completely don't agree with is as valid as any of my opinions. I try to remind myself that, like, opinions are just, like, bird noises, right? <laughs> like, you hear them, and sometimes there's really annoying bird noises. Sometimes they're tweets, and sometimes they're literal tweets. They're <laughs> yeah, but it's just, they're just they're just noises, you know. It's and it's fine. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Just like I went through, I've talked about my dark period in the year 2016, emerging from the theater of Batman vs Superman, and it was very difficult. Some people, some people were so. I think it's dying down a little bit now, but some people were legitimately angry at this movie that's just for entertainment, like really. And the great scheme of things is not that important. And I it get me angry too. And then I realized, well. For whatever reason, they think those things, and it, the movie still exists, and I enjoyed it. Yeah. So, <laughs> I think you started talking about politics, and you ended talking about Batman. I, I know that people. I, <laughs> I, I think it's also though. It's it's important to keep in mind. There's a difference between opinions, like oh, tea is good, and then things that aren't really opinions, like some people don't deserve rights, or like yeah. I mean, those those don't really tend to fall into the category of everyone's entitled to their own opinion because that has bad effects on. Large numbers of people. I think the trick is, is that it, I think it is still an opinion, but where, where it changes is when that opinion affects, um, actual action, right? Like there's a big difference between you're in a break room and someone says something like these people don't deserve, 
what does this guy, what power does this guy even have, yeah. right? But enough it's of difference. those people together have a lot of power. Yeah. And that's when social change happens, though. And I think that it's hard, like, when you're in the thick of it, you're depressed that someone is telling you you don't deserve rights or, you know, what you think is, is wrong and that the person that you are is wrong or something like that. But I like to try to put it in the perspective of social change does occur. And you're right. You have enough people who think one way, but if you have enough people who think the other way, you can affect social change. And, like, for instance, uh, you know, back in the uh, 1950s, 1960s, uh, black people had to sit at a certain part of a counter. Like, mm-hmm. they weren't allowed to eat lunch with everybody else. And then, finally, they all just decided, we've had enough of this. We want to eat lunch. Like, everybody else eats lunch at the same counter. And and now we don't have that anymore. It's o- over time, social change can occur. And I think it's good to keep that in perspective, too, that you can fight for what you think is right. Don't give up just because someone has expressed a, an opinion opposite of you. Don't let that stop you from thinking clearly and thinking about um, what what is important to you. I think that's a good point. Cool. Hey, you guys have been listening to the same team, y'all. Should we wrap things up with the positivity party? I think that's an excellent idea. One thing that I look at you guys dancing right now. One thing that I am grateful for is that my buddy Sean is in my life. He's a legitimately a super cool guy that, to be honest, was just a guy that I bought comics from until what was the starting point where we became friends? Um, gosh, I, I don't even remember. Uh, I think uh, I know uh, what it was. I invited you and uh, Caitlin, our friend Caitlin, to Cinderella. Was that our first moment hanging out outside of Third Eye? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We I saw think when we went to go see La Cenerentola, the opera. That was that was great. Yeah, yeah. That was great. and that's when I got to know you better. We uh, went to see the Cinderella opera at the Kennedy Center. So that's one thing that I'm grateful for. I also think it's really cool that even though she's not wearing one right now, Tess wears a lot of cool dresses that oh. I see her coming to the shop with. And oh, stuff thank like that, you. So. Yeah, I was once told I'm the best dressed customer at Third Eye Comics. Whoa, <laughs> I gotta up my game. I don't know how strong the competition was, but... <laughs> it's fierce. It's fierce competition. <laughs> it's very fierce. <laughs> I am grateful that I have uh, friends who do podcasts with me. And um, uh, particularly our other podcast that we do, Same Peaks, y'all, which is the podcast in which me and Eric talk about the television show Twin Peaks. We do. I've been forcing Eric to For watch better or worse. the television show Twin Peaks so that he could talk to me about it on a podcast. And he said yes, and I'm grateful for his friendship. Thank you. Why don't you, real quick, say something that you're grateful for? Sounds like a good answer to me. Yeah, definitely. One thing. Yeah, spot on. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What if Sean was like, no, I disagree. How dare you? Cool. Um. (laughs) That was another chance for you to say something nice about yourself. I hope you took it. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you in another fortnight. Bye, guys. Give us us the sexiest bye you've ever done, Sean. Take care, listeners. We'll see you all in a fortnight. Ooh. <laughs>